Wrapping up Mac Stock Conference and Expo. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by Mac Voices Live, our weekly live panel discussion of what's going on in the Apple space as well as in the larger tech world and how it's impacting you. Join us live at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are, on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV and participate in the chat or catch the edited and segmented versions of the show on the regular Mac Voices channels and feeds. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, it's Tuesday night. It's Mac Voices Live. It is 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. We're on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV, along with a bunch of our friends that we'll meet in a minute here. We've got a bunch of people in the chat room. There are hopefully more coming. We have one panel to expect to arrive a little late tonight. Um, but so far, we got a pretty full house. So we're just going to go around and introduce everyone and get things started. First up, Mr. David Ginsburg, as usual, looking particularly bright tonight in a yellow shirt. David, good to see you. Good to see you. It was great to see you the last four days. This feels like the one day we're not even seeing each other now. So now we're seeing each other back on Zoom. But good to see you. Yeah, it's great to see it's great to see you, and it was great to see you as well at MaxTalk. Yes. Along with a number of the other people that are here tonight. Um, speaking of Mac Stock, yes. we have Mr. Mac Stock himself, Mike Potter. Mike, it's good to have you here for a little bit of a Mac Stock wrap up. Is that why we're here? One of the Thank reasons. You, Chuck. I appreciate it. That's awesome. <laughs> for, to, uh, as you can tell, my voice is kind of gone right now, so I apologize for that. But I'll try to keep it. I'll try to keep it clear for the few times I I get on the mic. No problem at all. We understand you. You had a heck of a weekend, and we'll, and again, we'll get to that in a few minutes. Oh yeah, my body said, "Hey, you don't need me anymore." Max stock's over, so it's just starting to fall apart now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think. Funny thing is, Ben Rathig, I think that my shirt is about your your this color of yours. For some reason, it's just showing up differently on my camera, but we're pretty much brothers in lilac. Um, yes, that is the color that I'm wearing tonight. Yeah, so that's what I was trying for, but I don't know. The camera doesn't like it for some reason. Yeah, it, it looks very blue on on the YouTube. Yeah, yeah. do your even yes. Your face looks kind of blue too. <laughs> Thanks, Duck. Maybe well, it's your back. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's, it's the blue lights, lights behind you. Yeah, could be. Um, could be the lighting. Yeah. Brian Flanagan Arthurs is here, um, returning from Max Talk as well. Brian, it's good to see you, even though it seems like I just saw you yesterday. Yes, a little more than 24 hours ago. It's good to be Hard. here. Yeah, it's it's it, it seems like forever, seems like no time at all. Bye. Jim Ray is here as well. Um, we didn't get to see Jim at Max Talk, but I'm awfully glad he's here tonight. Jim, good to have you. I got to see you. Okay. At Max Talk. Oh, oh, he was, were you on he the was stream? On, he was on the stream. Oh, okay, good. Well, that's good. We'll, we'll yeah, again, I watched we'll talk the about. whole thing. Oh, that's great. That's great. Eric Bolden is here. We don't see a peach. I'm not sure what's behind him tonight. It looks, is that, what is that, Eric? 
Um, I stopped by Anderson Japanese Gardens on the way to Max Dock. So, oh, that, that is a, a picture is, from the those garden. are beautiful gardens, Eric. Yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, that's yeah. You said you were going to make it a little bit of a garden tour, coming and going, as I recall. So that's yeah. good. That's good. Mr. Webb Bixby was not able to join us because he had so many important CEO things to do, but I'm delighted that he's here tonight in a bright red shirt. Webb, good to see you. Chuck, thank you. Good to be here. And yeah, the uh, the stream was a lot of fun. And uh, while I did threaten that I was going to be harassing you and Jeff and all of our friends, I decided to hold back and I didn't do it. Besides, you couldn't be reading the 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 the, um, the chat from the stage, so it, it loses its its effect. So, so you just saved it all for tonight, is what you're talking. Exactly. About. Yeah. Good. 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 <laughs> I scared Gamut off. So. <laughs> oh, I I know how you can read the chat from the stage. We did it at our Geek Beat uh, housewarming party. I'll I'll show you guys how to do it after the show. Okay. There's there's some for after dark. That's good. Mr. Mark Fuccio is here looking, his background tonight looks very picturesque, very, very relaxed. Mark, good to have you. Good to be here. It's, uh, you know, continuing on the Sonoma theme. So it's another Mm. Sonoma image. Very nice. Very nice. Well, as I said before, um, uh, when I introduced Mike, you know, tonight we wanted to do just a little bit of a a Mac stock wrap up for those who were there and those who weren't. Um, But first, Mike, congratulations on just a fantastic, fantastic conference. Um, Thanks, Chuck. It, it, It went amazingly well. We had every single speaker knocked it out of the park. We had the Mac Geek Cab, uh, Dave set up this amazing caucus of, of folks who'd previously been on Mac Geek Cab. And of course we had Wally's uh, Mac Stock Short Film Festival. Every single one of those films, he he even brought in some short films from the iPhone Film Festival, which was uh, an amazing touch to add to what we already had. So lots of lots of talented people out there in Mac Stock's um, attendees and uh, speakers alike. I had someone ask me what my favorite presentation was for the weekend. Oh, I couldn't pick one. Yeah, all I could say was yes. There yes. was there was yes. not <laughs> nothing that that felt below the standard of excellent. Yeah, except, they were all except amazing. Maybe, except me, that guy you had started up. That was the only one that worried me. <laughs> um, you mean me? I started. I technically I started it. So yeah. the one after me was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the one after me was fantastic. But the uh, one who started it all, maybe not so hot. <laughs> well, I am curious for uh, for Webb and Jim. You know, I, I think Mark or uh, Mike. I think this was the first year you had a live stream going. Am I correct about that? Yeah. <clears throat> the first year of a live stream for MacStock proper, yeah. And both Webb and Jim were in there. Well, so guys, from, from your perspective, I mean, obviously it's not as good as being there, but how, how did the stream hold up? How was your ability to interact with other people? You know, all those questions that we should ask, not only of just any streaming event, but also this particular one, since it was a, an ambitious one for Mike. The stream was was great um the video was fine the audio was fine it even seemed to me at one point maybe there was an audio problem in the room that wasn't a problem on the stream 
because they were like, oh, the mic's not working. And I'm like, yeah, it is. There were a few yeah. here and there. Yeah. Um, so, and even, you know, all the questioners, I had no problem hearing any of the uh, questions that came up. So, uh, which is, you know, of course, often a problem. Um, so it, it was great. Um, you know, the interaction, well, one problem, there was two problems with that for me. And one's my own fault. Um, it was, you know, it started at an ungodly hour, as far as I'm concerned. I think, <laughs> I think it was, I think it was 7 a.m. my time. So started, I did not. At nine central. I, I did not manage to get up at 7 a.m. either day. Um, so, but I did discover that I was able to jump on the live feed and then rewind it. So I didn't miss anything. Yeah. Um, but that did mean any, you know, comments I put in were, um, you know, not really timely. So asynchronous. Yeah. <laughs> so on Saturday I managed, you know, and, and, you know, you know, in some ways it's even better, you know, I, you know, I was able to skip through all the, the breaks and just tap, 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 tap. And so, you know, and, and my, I think my chair was more comfortable than it looked like the ones in the room were. Um, <laughs> and, okay. and on Saturday, I did manage to get within 15 minutes of real time by the end of the day. Um, then on, on Sunday, though, I, I, I got way behind. And in fact, did not watch the last two sessions until yesterday. So, and I also couldn't find in the morning, I couldn't find the lives, the, the live chat. I'm, I, I'm not sure. And I noticed I went back then later yesterday, I saw it, but there wasn't anything in it. So I, I'm not sure if the live chat was enabled in the morning. It was in the afternoon, but yeah, that was okay. Yeah, should have been, but I don't think yeah, you, you can, I don't think you can chat after the live stream ends. Right. It'll be there. You can review right. it. But I right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Well, I could I couldn't figure out how, you know, and I'm not it might have just been me and sleep deprivation. Um <laughs> but um anyway, it, it was great. Next next best thing to being there. And uh all the sessions were great and uh it was fun like during some of the breaks of the long shots to uh oh, yeah, I see so and so over there, I see so and so. <laughs> I, it would have been kind of cool to maybe have even some longer shots to get more of a, a sense to the room. Um, Eric later sent me some pictures, so that was fun. Um, but yeah, great, great job. That was one of the best, uh, you know, remote things I've seen for a conference. Um, very good job. Jim, if it makes uh, folks that may have been watching the pre-show here know that we were fighting YouTube a little bit, and I still have one window up that still does not have a chat in it. So I don't know if just whatever the uh, the part that fires up a chat is just sometimes just doesn't happen or not. I don't know. That's it's just Are you interesting. talking about right now? Yeah, right now. Yeah. It's, so it's interesting. You would oh. say that you had that issue when I'm having exactly the same issue in one window, but open another window and it's fine. So figure it out. Maybe. I don't know. I've always been able to get the chat working on, on Mac Voices. It's working right now for me, but who, yeah. who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah. Webb, how about from your perspective? Um, I did understand that you were making some commentary in the live chat, although... <laughs> 
Mike Mike told me only after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I, I got like first of all, the stream was solid. I, I didn't have any problems with the stream. I didn't have any problems with the uh the the um the chat dialogue on the YouTube side. So it, the the stream itself was solid. The only thing that 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 from a viewer um uh, uh you know watching the stream and the problem that you already knew that you had was uh any questions from the audience um uh, people are reluctant to use the microphone and, and uh, uh we we didn't always get to hear the questions so sometimes you can figure out what they're asking but uh, uh that was the only downside but you know that that's not a production problem that that's a people problem so I, I was really impressed with it it reminded me a lot of uh um i don't go to a lot of mac oriented or uh, uh shows like this uh i can tell you all about actuaries and mortality if you want but um <laughs> but uh um yeah it's it, it reminded me back to the old mac world days and some of those sessions that went on so i really like that so it was fun. Oh, wow. I enjoyed it. Well, thanks so much, Webb. Good. That's great. That's great. I, I, I really like the way you had the speaker next to the the slides. That worked out really great. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the way you had that with the background and everything was so professional. I, I, I've, I've not ever seen that done that professionally for, for any remote event. Um, so... And it really adds a lot to have the speaker, even when you're looking at the slides. Um, it's so much nicer than just slides. Uh, yeah. Well, I will give full credit for that to Max Talks attendees. So what was it, the week or two weeks before we did the live stream to test all this stuff out? And I had two different ways of setting up the presentation. One, just the presentation by itself, and one with the speaker next to it and had those helping me test stuff out vote on what they like better. And to a T, everyone said, leave the speaker right there on the yeah. right. And uh, yeah, on the big screen in the in the theater, because we got to see in the theater, we saw what you saw. So mm. we had a we had a large screen up on the wall that was showing the program feed that was going out to the live stream. So folks in attendance got to see that same presentation with the speaker next to it, just like you did. And I think it worked out really, really well. Yeah. What software and hardware and stuff did you use to put all that together? <clears throat> so I give full full credit for the professionalism to Ecamm Live. Um, it, it's fantastic software to use for something like this. And uh, it was running, the whole thing was running on an M2 Pro Mac Mini. So with the Mac Mini, uh, three cameras in, which were Elgato CamLink 4Ks. Uh, two of the cameras were the, you know, camera A and camera B, which was the three-quarter view. And then we had the third camera, which is actually the feed coming out of the laptop. So we could just bring the presentation right into Ecamm as well. So, yeah. Well, well that was nice, too, that you had multiple cameras. And obviously somebody was running that and and, you know, doing production and switching and, you know, that added a lot to it as well. Very Somebody nice. was running it who actually knew what they were doing. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Roger, I'm going to give full credit to Roger Herman for that. He reached out uh, two days before MaxDoc. I, I had lost my um, volunteer who was going to run everything. And he reached out two days ahead and said, hey, I'll do it. I'm a retired you know, video production 
person. I use Ecamm Live all the time. I use it from his own live stream. He uses it for church. He used it, you know, and I said, well, sold, come on in. And oh my gosh, he had just such an, you know, as a retired professional, he had such an innate sense of when to switch to the slides and when to switch back to the presenter. Um, he did just a phenomenal job. Phenomenal. He did. Uh, yeah, I could tell that uh, uh, whoever was doing the switching knew what they were doing. Yeah. So congratulations yeah. on that too. Yeah, it's amazing what you can do with a relatively inexpensive computer these days. Yeah. To have a similar setup uh, 10 years ago, uh, we in GeekBeat had, were running a TriCaster and four Mac Minis to achieve that. I remember those TriCasters, yeah. Yeah, and that was considered pretty uh, ahead of the curve when we did it. You know, they still have... need somebody that's that's paying attention and it's got a little bit of a on the ball to do it so yeah that's off to roger yeah absolutely just did a great job that's i don't want to take us down this rat hole but but i honestly i kind of forgot about the tricaster because it's been largely replaced with with software now so i'm gonna to have to look up out of curiosity and see what they do or how they're yeah. doing i'm i'm sure there's still places that a, that a tricaster would would be absolutely essential but like Ben said, you know, the what you can do now with with what we all have on our desks pretty much is pretty staggering. So um, I want to turn to Brian and, and Eric and just ask, because you were, am I right? You were both first time attendees? Well, for, is, for myself, yeah, second time for me. Oh, OK. Uh, OK. So you two were both second time attendees. Um, but you, you know, you were in the audience um david and i were presenters and so you know we were kind of bouncing back and forth but how did it how did it feel from the audience did it come off as well as it did it sounds like for uh the stream it was phenomenal you know the way that everything was set up to um the, the proper volume levels in the room um to, to just the setup the visually being able to see everything just fine um the way that the appropriate audience interaction you know, that was available. It was, it was awesome in so many ways. Eric, anything? To yeah, add? It, it was also nice because there's just enough time in between sessions that, you know, you, you, you could, you know, get a quick question in and then, uh, or, you know, say, Hey, can I chat later or something? And then with lunch break. And then at the end of the day, I, yeah, the timing at both, in front of the cameras and the hallway track, it was really nice. It worked really well for me. Yeah, that Mike, that was one thing that I noticed though, because um, we often talk about the hallway track. You know, the the okay. fact that uh, yeah. some, one speaker may not interest someone, and so there's the hallway track that is just the informal thing going on. I didn't see a whole lot of that. It seemed like there were very few hallway conversations and that's a tribute to the, the the speakers you picked and I guess the job they were doing, but there was, there was a, there were one or two, but not a lot. Yes, there were, there were a couple that were going on. They were almost always very short. Uh, and then they, they, you know, came back into the main room. I, you know, we had to make that kind of, 11th hour switch to a new venue 
in uh, you know late April, early May, and the new venue was smaller. But with two days behind us now, I really think that that lent itself to this ability for people to interact and feel closer to the presenter. Because I don't think anyone was more than, what, Brian, 20 feet, you know, 20, 25 feet, something like that from the presenter. So we're all in this close company and it, it, um, it really allowed people to, to have the interaction that I think they hope to have with folks who are presenting and then vice versa. The presenters wanted to have that interaction with the attendees. So from that perspective versus, um, you know, the, the venue we've had before where people could easily be what 75 to a hundred feet away from the presenter and effectively be isolated from everyone else. We had the opposite of that here at stage left. Yeah, as a as a presenter, I felt I felt it was a, such a good immersed way of being able to interact with the with the with the audience and and you guys who were there saw it. I mean, I just I was just on point, getting things going, looking back and forth throughout the audience, checking things, and and you got that full perspective view of it. We had the screen off to the right, so it really it kind of it was kind of nice to screen off to the right because it kind of became my confidence monitor, really, because yeah, we, we were always so used to looking at the screen. But I was, you know, I, I didn't have to look very far to look, you know, at the at the screen, and I was just cranking through and getting the getting the points across to everybody, and and it was it, was, it just gave it as a presenter. I, I just I say my experience there was really really great and i was gonna say to add on to what was brought up about the the approach of being able to ask questions not just during the presentation right. but the the way that the venue was set up where everyone was so approachable where you know we had those those nice breaks in between and the ability for people just to walk up and, and casually you know comment yeah. say oh you know a question that didn't occur to me during the presentation but it occurred right. to me now uh or there was a case of you know, like a follow-up, you know, there would be a question asked, like, you know, let me get back to you on that one. And then having it over two days, being able the next day to come back and say, Hey, I got that answer for you. You know, that was really cool too. Yeah. Yeah. And one other thing that I, I've not experienced before, certainly at Maxstock and and maybe only once or once or twice other places, but it, it wasn't quite in the round, but it was, you had audience on left, right, and in front of you. And so that's, yeah. you know, and, and I, I'm with David. I like that because it definitely created a, a very intimate feel um, that, you know, it, it, you just had to pay attention to making sure that you were engaging with all three sides. But I, I loved that. I thought it was great. But then Allison had to be right in the front row, of course. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that is one short, that is one change you should make, Mike, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I will say when Dave started to explain how he felt being up on the stage with people around him. I have to admit the very first thing I thought of was Elvis's 68 comeback special where he had the le- black leather suit on and was like on the stage at, you know, audience level and was, you know, had that similar three quarter experience as, yeah. as he made his comeback. Now Dave wasn't making a comeback. Dave's been speaking at every single Max doc since the beginning. <laughs> But as he described it, I pictured Dave in a black leather jumpsuit, you know, with with his fans, his door-wearing fans around him. I should have put the the collar up. (laughs) I want to see, I want to see Dave in a black leather suit, you know, with a little handkerchief mopping his brow. Yeah, Yeah. I like to do a little Elvis move. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's... 
Okay, Dave, you're setting yourself up. You're asking for it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're now committed. Uh, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Not committing that. <laughs> uh, Mike, before you lose your voice, though, I want to make sure, you know, we're, we're talking about this great experience. And yeah. at the risk of sounding like this is a commercial, it's not. It's, it, this is informational. People can still sign up and get access to the recordings. Oh, yes. Um, so <clears throat> I haven't had a chance to rename it, but essentially the what was being sold as the virtual pass, what um, gave people the live stream is going to be rechristened the digital pass now that MaxDoc is over. Um, you get this, other than the ability to sit in live, you get the same content. Um, so, you know, that, um, uh, you know, the replay of everything. Uh, I should have everything edited and, and out and ready to go uh, within, you know, within certainly within 30 days after MaxTech ends. Uh, and the past has taken a little bit longer. But again, thanks to the way we did things this year, it should go, it should go much faster. And so how do how do folks go about getting access? Oh, I should to probably that? tell you that, huh? Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah for them, not for us. We all know. <laughs> yeah, you can go to um max.conference and expo.com or max.conference.com. And um again, I I haven't renamed anything. <clears throat> Hopefully I will by the time folks um hear this later or see this later, um, who aren't watching it live, I should say. But um uh, it will either be called the virtual pass right now or the digital pass when I actually get in and rename it. But uh, effectively, the, the content is the, the same at this point. Yeah. Great. Well, I, I I love the idea because it seemed like you hit it from every angle. You hit it live in person, live stream for those who couldn't make it and for those who just wrong time zone or whatever you know they'll be able to pick it up and and see everything after the fact yep. the only well, thing oh sorry mm, go ahead pardon me no i i was gonna say i you know in the days leading up to max talk because this virtual pass was new it was new equipment new software for i mean i've used ecam uh, you know i use ecam for my podcast and i've used it for the max talk live streams that we've done and things like that but i've never used it in this capacity and then uh, with all the new equipment that we're running, the new microphone, wireless microphone system, I mean, everything was new. Um, that was uh, seriously the thing that was weighing on me the most was, is this virtual you know, stream, is this virtual pass going to work? Uh, and uh, uh, to hear Jim and Webb both say that it, it worked really, really well, even if there was a glitch or two, that's that's way beyond i guess my my fears last week in the days leading up to max Talk. i felt really comfortable with the in-person stuff i mean it was our seventh year i felt really good with that i felt really good with how we were going to do things in-house but the folks who are joining virtually oh man i was so worried for you jim and webb i <laughs> <laughs> and yet it it I, I kept checking in on you guys throughout the day and it looked like it was going smoothly. I would check in at least two or three times during each presenter just to see how things were going. And Roger was doing a good job staying on top of the chat room too and you know answering questions and if there was a problem, you know, trying to take care of it. Um, so once we got past that first day, oh man, I actually I actually slept Saturday night, you know. <laughs> so it was it was a good thing. 
Um, and as I told you, Chuck, uh, you know, Monday was, was the crash day, you know, after the weekend, that's the day you just kind of go, what's on YouTube. (laughs) Well, well, Mike, Mike, Mac stock's supposed to be a learning experience. And what you learned was how to do a remote event. Yeah. Yeah. And I I did every time I learned something new and I, I learned quite a bit this time and, uh, all, all very valuable skills, young man. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett in the chat room says, I think the digital pass is a good name for it going forward. No need to rename it each year after each event. Mm, That's a good point. That's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. And Brett was one of the ones that we got to meet in person. Yes, we did. Um, Not exactly open, not exactly directly related to Max Talk, but I definitely want to also congratulate Barry Falk for a a super successful Midwest Mac barbecue. Uh, awesome. ter- terrific, terrific event that was held on the Thursday before Max Doc. So many of our friends, so many new people, uh, and uh, who is it? Uh, some uh, Brian? Oh, Brian just said it in the in the YouTube chat. So nice to meet the people in person that you've you've met virtually here at the barbecue and at Max Doc. So. But one thing we didn't touch on just was just the informal stuff afterwards. And Mike, I'm not sure exactly how much of a hand you had in all of it, but Saturday night, you've sort of steered us one direction. Uh, Sunday night, you sort of, sort of steered us another rec- direction yeah. after the, the official conference was over. And that seemed to play really well because just about everybody went one direction or the other for at least part of the time. Yeah. <clears throat> so with the, Excuse me. Sorry about that. With the change in venue, that's why I put a little frog in my name. Uh, with with the change in venue um, and asking people to travel just a little bit further, I wanted to try to try to get reservations uh, at places where folks could hang after the day was over within walking distance of stage left. And so that's why we had the reservation at the restaurant, DC Cobbs. Saturday night, and we had uh, just a little gathering spot at Weinstock Sunday night, just to give people a place to go. You know, uh, <clears throat> there is the the ho- hotel lobby at the Hampton where folks often hang out. There's the Bulldog Restaurant in front of the Hampton where folks often hang out. But I thought it'd be nice to just let people walk no more than, what was it, two, two and a half blocks and have a place where they can just you know, sit and have a good time. And I'll tell you, the folks at DC Cobbs really treated us well. Um, They worked with me to make sure that we had enough space for everyone. When we started to overflow the space, they said, you know what, just have them sit anywhere they want to. We'll get them taken care of. Um, And I will say, and every single place I work with says this, the Hampton says this, and DC Cobbs said this to me. They said, this is just a fantastic group of people we wish every group that we worked with was as was as nice to work with as the Maxstock folks, and that's a testament to the community of people that we've built up over the years. Yeah, that's great to hear. That's great to hear. Probably the one tip I would give to anyone coming to Maxstock next year, whether you've been there or not, is to try to target one of the. Make sure you get at one of the. Uh, what's the right word, Mike? Supported hotels or designated hotels or whatever. Yeah, just yeah. just because of the informal interactions and that usually are the, the later night interactions. Um, yeah. I, I think I stayed downstairs until around 11 both nights 
and then yeah. decided to head up. And I know that I was among the early departers. Um, some of them stayed quite late. Uh, I, I departed or, or early, early too, or early. Um, I, man, I felt bad for for uh, Martine and Brett and Ian. Um, they they were up, and I think Martine was was a walking zombie by the time he finally went up to bed. But um, <clears throat> we always do that on Sunday night. We always hang out in the lobby of the of the, Well, first the bulldog kicks us out. Bulldogs. That's that's step one. You know, we're, yeah. we're closing, <laughs> you know, they start flashing the lights and say, we don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. Um, oh. And then uh, the nice thing is they can just walk right over to the Hampton and that's where we hang out afterward. And um, <clears throat> the last two to walk out the lobby doors were Corky and I, and then he and I were outside talking for at least another 45 minutes to an hour. So I actually, I actually got home at four o'clock Monday morning. After uh, after Max Doc, so that that's pretty usual for for Sunday night slash Monday after Max Doc for me anyway. Wow, that's probably why I lost my voice. It probably didn't help. Yeah, yeah. And Mike, there's so many little things, you know. And and if, forgive us, folks, if this is a little bit inside baseball, but I, I think it's important to give you a sense of just how great the conference was, how great the people are, the not just the speakers, but the attendees as well. But Mike, uh, you had Canada represented, you had Australia represented. Mm -hmm. um, UK, UK, Netherlands. UK, Netherlands, yeah. 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 Um, yeah so. It's amazing. It's amazing how far people come from Axtoc and um, you know, I made a, a one of one of the people who came from overseas across the pond was was first time first time Max Doc attendee, and um, I I made a very pointed effort. I try to do this with everyone who's new, uh, and if I miss miss somebody, I'm so terribly sorry. But um, I did make a pointed effort to seek her out and just make sure that she was having a, having a fantastic time. And um, yeah, yeah, she she had a good time. She had a good time, and I'm I'm so glad of that. And you know, Ian uh, made a made a great time of it, and is still uh, on holiday, uh, as far as I know. And of course, Martino has, uh, has a great time. Martin's the Martin's a regular at Max Doc. Yep. Yeah, she even made it to to Barry's barbecue too. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. where I got to talk to her. And yeah, yeah fascinating, too. fascinating lady, fascinating yeah, lady so. with what she's doing. A fantastic well, group of people all around. Mike, I had someone ask me, and and I just I I I've wondered, but I'll do it anyway. I mean, you don't have any dates for next year yet, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. You know, very often I do. Um, in in past years, you know, BC, BC. Um, what would happen is a, a week or two before the Max Tech would take place. I would set up the next year's dates with the conference center. Um, but <clears throat> I, I'm not really sure of anything at this point. So um, generally we're around the same time, but I have a couple different ideas of what we can do with MaxDoc this year. And it just kind of depends on those ideas and how they play out, uh, whether it's held the same weekend or maybe a weekend before a weekend after, you know, something like that. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't. I don't have dates yet. Mm -hmm. Well, when you do, or when you have any information, 
We want you to come back. All you have to do is just let me know that you have something you want to talk about, and we'll get you on here and help spread the word because it is such a fantastic event. We can't thank you enough um, as a community for what you've put together and and how you do it and how much effort you put into creating just a fantastic experience. Well, and I, I, I mean, you you said it just now in in a roundabout way, but the thanks really go to the community. The thanks go to the speakers and the volunteers and the attendees. You know, <clears throat> that's that's really the the heart of what makes MaxDoc what it is. And I'm just so thankful for everyone who comes back year after year and those who come for the first time. It it you know those first timers. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Those first timers often become regulars who attend then again and again in the future. So um yeah, just just such fantastic people and always willing to step up. You know, we have our regular volunteers, and then I'm I'm continually overrun by folks who come up <clears throat> at the start of the weekend or in the days leading up to and say, how can I help? I want to help. I want to make sure that this is a, success, a successful weekend for everyone. And uh, that's that's the community we've built. It's so amazing. So amazing. Yeah. It means the world to me. Yeah. Well, Mike, you're you know, you're part of the panel here, aside from Max Talk. So you're more than welcome to stick around if you feel the need to head out and get some tea or something for your throat. Oh. That's fine too. But absolutely stick around if you can. Yeah. Well, that's what you say is in there. If I'm, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> hearing I that like you got over four in the morning, but uh, anyway. I, I Long, Island, I, Long Island Island tea? <laughs> no, no. Actual uh, <laughs> uh yeah, a- actual tea this time. Next time on Mac Voices, the panel shifts gears and starts looking at the changes we're seeing in the social media landscape. They include the arrival of brands on Meta's Threads social network and Twitter going X-rated, sort of. That's next time on Mac Voices. I will see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices magazine free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com Bandwidth provided by CashFly at CashFly.com.